Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tu. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, the ultimate dashboard to build, manage, and monitor your mobile websites and mobile apps. This is Wen Tu, co-founder of Rumble, and I would like to welcome you to Mobile Power and Profit, the show that discusses the latest information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. Each week, we bring you insights from the mobile industry, thought leaders from around the globe. Joining us this week is Ramsey Masri, CEO of Other Levels. Other Levels enables mobile game developers, brands, and publishers engage users through advanced mobile messaging. With that, it is my pleasure to welcome Ramsey to the show. Hi, Ramsey. Hi, Wen. How are you today? Good, good, good. So you recently read um, a study released by Mondo that showed 80% of companies are increasing their digital marketing budget. Over the last year, what significant trends have you seen in the way enterprising are shifting their budgets towards mobile in particular? Well, we've experienced firsthand starting back in 2013 was initial interest in most organizations as they look to engage and then monetize the applications that they've been feverishly building for the last three, four, five years. Mm -hmm. And what has begun uh, two years ago with initial interest is now a full-fledged buying pattern uh, throughout enterprises and verticals globally. And some of the things that we've noticed firsthand are the actual creation of uh, discrete business units within the mid and large market enterprise that are specifically tasked with the engagement and the monetization of the mobile app. These people often carry um, the mobile marketing manager title or digital marketing manager title, or in some parts of the world, they call them the e-commerce directors, and their sole uh, focus is to ensure that the apps that they've been working on and getting out into that market are actually leveraged and used. Wow, that's so interesting that so many enterprises have moved beyond just creating an app. And now there are e-commerce directors and mobile marketers who squarely have the responsibility on their shoulders to monetize the apps. Um, Ramsey, what are some challenges do you think that they're facing right now? And as we've seen with many of these applications, the most difficult part is to ensure that that user is taking the time and the energy to download that application actually stays with it. Mm-hmm. Industry trends show that 80 to 90% of first-time application users either abandon it or delete it uh, within the first uh, first couple of days. Mm-hmm. So the key trick, uh, trick here is to ensure that they are immediately engaged, that the marketeer day one message sorted out, their day two message, what they're going to do to really ensure that that user journey through the course of that application is highly personalized and very engaging so that they, the marketeer, need to understand as they go ahead and put all this time and effort into getting that app out there that they have the corresponding process and platform set up on the back end 
to ensure success. So we've seen what it looks like when it fails. Now we know what it looks like to be successful. And we're working with these very organizations to ensure that everything is properly set up to that the user journey is flawless, engaging, and that that marketeer has a really good feedback loop throughout that process. Seeing that in mobile, first impressions count so much, what sort of advice do you give to your clients of making sure that upon that first download and upon that first interaction that the customer stays with them through their messaging process? Well, the key part to it is before you even send that first message, is to really understand who that user is mm-hmm. and to also work with our market marketeer customers to make sure that they're properly segmented and are focusing on the individuals that they really want to monetize and, and maintain as their customers. So we do a lot of pre-work with them to ensure that when those first message types really go out there, that they have been carefully planned and that they're not a generic, insensitive, blasting mechanism that was used over the last 10 or 15 years, a lot coming from the email world, that they're really taking advantage of the capabilities of the device, the BI information often found in the background, as well as the application's capabilities immediately. And to really give that very contextualized and personalized experience on that first message, because that is the key key hook is that first-time experience. And we work heavily to ensure that the phraseology is correct, um, that the uh, format is properly laid out, and it's delivered to the user, whether that comes through an in-app message or it's sent down via a push or it comes up in one of those lovely pop-ups or interstitials, and then it's done at the right time. And that's really what we focus on with our customers. So it sounds like even with all the great segment data that you can have on user profiles, there seems to be an element of trial and error, especially when mobile is sort of new and marketers are still figuring out their messaging. How do you work with your clients to go through that trial and error process but get to the right answer faster? Well, that's why, of course, that has been a tried and true methodology throughout the course of marketing and will um, continue to be. The, you know, the technical term of A-B testing is definitely uh, a solid uh, and continued um, method, and we, we as well leverage that. But we also, being marketeers ourselves, we work with the brand, we work with those brand marketers to really help them craft the right message. And even if you get it right the first time, there's always the desire to segment it even further so that you truly can get to the individual. That group marketing uh, measured in thousands or millions is effective, but individual marketing is the most effective. And we've been able to demonstrate through the course of just the last two years in the industry now that the technology is available to do so, that those very personalized, very targeted messages actually yield, you know, top uh, top results. And it is being able to work with them with those brands to understand the time and location and uh, buying pattern of their customers to mix all that into that enticing cocktail and then deliver that properly. So as you're helping your clients, you know 
put together that enticing cocktail. What's sort of the special or the secret sauce that other levels use in figuring it out? Of course, we have the technology platform that enables the ability to communicate with that user within their app in real time. And we're aware of location, not only from the device itself, but leveraging our capabilities uh, around beacons. We have customers who are leveraging beacon technology and the other levels platform to track as well as trigger messages to and within devices uh, within the application. We, of course, support a variety of different communication platforms, whether it's push or in-app messages. But really, a lot of what we do is on the marketing side itself. So we have several um, people in in the team, in the organization, the different regions around the world who have many, many years of marketing experience as well as mobile experience. So we bring best practices and, and approaches into these shops because typically the skill set uh, has only been available within the enterprise for a year, maybe a year and a half. So they don't have a lot of bench strength to be able to help write campaigns, design campaigns, come up with the right cadence and the right pace and tone of their messaging. So we spend a lot of time and energy, again, before that application is actually sent out there, helping, helping our marketing customers craft those messages. Well, just hold that thought. We have to break for commercials, but we'll be right back with Mobile Power and Profit with Ramsey Masri. Stay tuned for more Mobile Power and Profit after this brief profit timeout. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. 
ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. This is Wen Tu, and we have with us today Ramsey Masri from Other Levels. So, Ramsey, in the last segment, you're talking about how Other Levels really advises your clients and marketers of really thinking through mobile and marketing. But you also wrote an article for retail online integration about the mobile first shopper who prefers interacting with their smartphones over interacting with an actual sales assistant. In your opinion, what are the major challenges that marketers face when it comes to mobile engagement with these particular users? The trend in the mobile marketing space, especially within the millennial generation designated between the ages of 18 to 35 years old, has been those who use uh, predominantly their smartphone and applications within their smartphones as a primary medium by which to communicate. Email has been eschewed for SMS, and now SMS has been eschewed for in-app capabilities. So the importance now uh, is on that ability to have that real-time two-way dialogue within the application itself. And the marketer has to understand the nuances of that. What are some of the nuances? The mobile device itself, the operating system of that mobile device, the location of that mobile device, and the particular habits of the user, i.e. time and day uh, sensitivities to ensure that when they do uh, try to communicate with them, that they're doing so in a time-sensitive manner. As we've seen, over, especially over the last two years, and, and really in the last 18 months specifically, as the capabilities of the devices have increased, the users themselves, these millennials is the, the perfect case, uh, often opt in the ability to have all of this information shared with the uh, application maker. So people understand that their willingness to accept a push message or a notification or be solicited within the app, um, they're very open to that. So we, uh, we've we been tracking this behavior, and we are able to share this real-time information back to the marketeer, and they themselves can then look at this information and make those sophisticated decisions about how, when, where, and what to send to these users. So it's interesting that, you know, as you talk about these power mobile first shoppers that you squarely put them in the millennial category, but as the smartphone becomes more ubiquitous, I would imagine that the older generations are also shopping more with their mobile devices. Or are you not seeing those trends in the clients that you work with? Well, as a matter of fact, we are, but they're not in the same bulk of usage uh, that we're seeing right now out of the millennials. That does not mean they're not getting there. And we see early applications, for example, 
pharmaceutical apps. Um, and I'd say perhaps more of the drugstore, uh, CVS or as uh, a good example where elderly users are notified about a prescription refill that's now available. Those are pretty uh, basic capabilities around notification. But as we've seen the boomer generation start to uh, retire, obviously they are very, many of them are very tech savvy and they have the disposable income to afford some pretty sophisticated smart devices. We're also now seeing that there's an interest from those groups to participate uh, in much the same way the millennials are, as I described earlier. Talking to a couple of our other guests on our show, when they talk about mobile and retail in particular, they really differentiate between is mobile a platform in which you push for a transaction, i.e., for them to purchase it, or do you push for engagement in which they'll probably never actually hit buy on their mobile device, but they want to be engaged in it? What sort of trends do you see on the transaction level versus the engagement level when you talk to your clients about mobile-first shoppers? Definitely the latter category around engaged. I think in the retail side, we're probably, for mass market adoption, probably 12 to 18 months away before we see mass market adoption of purchasing within the retail segment. However, what we've noticed are people responding to a solicitation on their smartphone. Later that evening, they go and perhaps they configure or they look and shop for uh, a men's suit online. They get the right size, the right cut, and the right color, but then they abandon the shopping cart. The next day, they're walking past the store, the very store of the suit that they were looking at the night before, and they walk into that store. The trick then there is to draw a correlation between the initial activity on the smartphone, the behavior on the desktop, and then that app user walking into that store. And what we're able to do in that triangle is remember all those journeys that that customer took. So when they walk into a store and a beacon is at that door and notices that there's come through the door with their app, that we can then send a promotion to that user and say, that suit that you were looking at in charcoal gray size 44 is available to you today at 10% off. So we're, yeah. we're leveraging the brick and mortar experience as well as the desktop and the mobile experience. And I think for retail in particular, linking those three events together, that's the real magic. And that's the real demonstration of the power of mobile having an actual monetary effect on the user, driving them into the store where they can be fit, tailored, and bagged and sent home. Yeah, this magical retail triangle. Could you tell us about any of your clients that you worked with in which you helped them figure out this magical triangle of mobile to online to brick and mortar? We are. We're doing that today in in a couple of different categories. Uh, We have a hotelier, hotelier, uh, intercontinental hotels that leverage this capability today. So not only do they take advantage of our in-app mailbox, but they Mm -hmm. also have a beacon technology that they're deploying to uh, several of their hotels through North Asia. So yeah. we're able to bring that experience uh, into the hotel um, business. 
We also work with several wagering customers, real money gambling uh, in the UK and Europe, that they simply um, use their mobile device to then place uh, place bets or place wagers. So we are actually demonstrating the power of the platform in these two categories. So with the hotelier and the other client, any surprising data that you found with them that you can share with us that you did quite expect, but it was a nice surprise? Well, I think it's such a new industry and like any new technology, people are always expecting great, great results. And we've been very pleased not only with our platform success, but I think the in the wagering space as an example, they're seeing data and results off their users that they never saw before. So they didn't even have an expectation of how good it could be. So when we're demonstrating 30, 50, 60% uplift uh, during a particular soccer match as an example, they've never been able to uh, orchestrate that type of behavior uh, from their app users. So now doing it in real time or even during a halftime event has been fantastic for, for everybody. You talk a lot about data and how helpful it is in which it's not mass on the thousands or millions, but in individual advertising or individual targeting. But as a marketer, a lot of folks feel a bit overwhelmed with just the flood of information. How do you advise your clients to sort of make sense of it and not be too overwhelmed by too much data? Well, that's a great question. So typically the behavior of our customers is as follows. We have the ability to track different attributes about a user or an event uh, within an application. From one event to two events, some of our bigger customers have been using the platform for a period of time, track 40 different events. So our teaching um, to our customers typically says, Start with three or four basic events that you want to track. Location, uh, time of day, uh, open you know, uh, duration rates, and actual usage, right? Something very straightforward to get them acclimatized to what type of information can come off of an application and yeah. then react accordingly. As they become more comfortable and more sophisticated, uh, they start adding different track tracking or tags and events to be able to do a more sophisticated campaigns. And that generally takes anywhere from six to 12 months as mm-hmm. they progress through their journey uh, with their customer base. Well, great advice for our listeners. We have to break for commercials, but we'll be right back with Mobile Power and Profit. Stay tuned for more Mobile Power and Profit after this brief profit timeout. All-inclusive marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble. This is Wen Tu and we're joined by Ramsey Masri from Other Levels. Ramsey, you talk of mobile as the bridge between traditional marketing with omni-channel opportunities. How should marketers, as they continue to find new ways to reach out to consumers on mobile, really optimize their strategies to face this new reality of the world? When what we're seeing today in the market is definitely an appetite to engage with that mobile user. What we've seen from a group of users, they still constitute 10, 15, maybe 20% of the total engaged audience. That means there is a gradual transition from the traditional marketing channels that have often been email or push into a mobile first domain. Yeah. It is accelerating. We're seeing rates of growth uh, and transitions. Most enterprises that we've been talking to have, have seen a steady 30 to 40% compounding growth of mobile-first users uh, within their install base, but they can't forget about their traditional base. So yeah. it's important to have that true multi-channel capability, but ensure that their mobile capability is very sophisticated, very rich, so that when that user migrates across to that uh, mobile experience, that it is a fulfilling uh, event and not just yet another web form that's just been rendered to fit on a mobile device. So what we're able to do is through a single composer, we can message any type of user, whether they're still on SMS or email, or any of the six or seven different channels that we communicate through on the mobile device. So as a marketeer, it's important that they continue to think of the whole of their install base, which they generally do, but ensure that that mobile platform is a very comfortable place that when, when their users get there, it's as feature-rich as they have experienced in their past, uh, past worlds. Do you have any favorite examples of companies who have really managed to bridge that gap really well between brick-and-mortar um, traditional marketing with mobile-first shoppers? We do. We have a very sophisticated supermarket uh, chain, uh, actually down in Australia, 
And what they've been able to do is create a very compelling environment with their mobile app. Obviously, they have their, their, their grocery stores that it will always be brick and mortar. But what they've done to entice users into their application is offer them recipes because it's a great way to drive additional uh, purchasing through innovative daily recipes. For example, we know that um, one of the parents is most likely picking up the, the children at 3 o'clock in the day. So at 2.45 or 2.50 p.m. in the afternoon, we send them a recipe because it's probable that that parent's already at that school and waiting. So we send them a great idea. We'll also remember that two weeks ago they ordered meatloaf for the recipe contents to make a meatloaf, and it was really good. So we offer that up again. And we'll also know that that particular parent is near a specific grocery store that's just three blocks away that they can stop at on their way home. So we take into account all these different things, and thereby they bring that complete circle of a great app experience married to the traditional brick-and-mortar environment. So I would imagine this grocery chain in Australia had to work with a lot of different partners, recipe makers, clearly some technology providers that can really correlate all the different data points that you're talking about. On average, how many partners does a marketer usually work with when they're coming up with such interesting um, user experiences? Surprisingly, it's no more than ourselves and the the supermarket chain and their marketing department. We didn't need anybody else. Um, The other levels platform has the ability to know location, Mm -hmm. and we're also able to uh, import information about the physical location of the grocery stores themselves. Mm -hmm. So because of our analytics engine on the back end, we're able to do all the uh, connections between the mobile user uh, yep. and their application, and the physical retail locations. And as far as creating the recipes, they actually have an in-house chef. So we worked with that individual to create the recipes, or actually the supermarket created the recipes, and then we took those recipes, embedded them into the application, and then out it went. Uh, that's a very straightforward example, but typically we'll see at least the application maker Uh, the enterprise themselves, and and then ourselves. It's usually the three of us uh, in the the mix. So the app development process tends to be a very complex and sometimes quite expensive process unless you're using a platform like Rumble or some other um, ones out there. How do marketers really justify the cost of a native app and sort of the return that they'll be seeing on that when you're working with them? We spend a lot of time on the ROI process, and because we can measure the activity of the user and that information comes back in real time, we're able to demonstrate the value add of that application. So, yes, getting your app right the first time is really important, and people have been investing um, for the last several years to get that right app. Our job is, once that app is out there, is to demonstrate that 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 application is generating the benefit that everybody hoped it would. So, yes, we work with the app maker to ensure that our technology works seamlessly with theirs, and then we're able to, you know, give real-time information back to the, the enterprise themselves to demonstrate that, 
you know, the KPIs that they wanted to hit or the dollars they wanted to make are indeed flowing back to them because of the, the time and the effort they took to build that application. Interesting. Um, it looks like we're coming to the end of the show. Ramsey, any last uh, minute uh, predictions that you would like um, to tell our users of what you see will be happening in the mobile space? Well, as we've seen with the onset of the mobile device for the last many years, there's no stopping it. And, you know, mobile devices number, you know, about 5 billion devices out there already in the world today and accelerating. And as we've seen with the millennials changing so many things that we do for the, for the positive in the mobile world, I just can, I will see and look forward to the continuation of the trend. So uh, just buckle your seatbelt, wear your goggles and enjoy the ride. Great. With that, thank you, Ramsey, for joining us on our show. Thank you, Lynn. And remember, you can like us on Facebook, and our show can be found on iTunes, iHeartRadio, as well as the Red Master Radio app on iTunes and Google Play. Thanks for joining us on Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, the ultimate dashboard to build, manage, and monitor your mobile websites and mobile apps. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.